and then we'll be ready to kick off. Okay, I think we're I think we're up and running now. <laughs> uh, opening and closing. All right. Evening wise spirit comes, sun goes down when the summer's done. Frozen earth awakens, her I'm hearted mother earth. Alright, welcome everyone. I think um, we've got four in the quorum of four players out of six for the start of today. First time we're testing out streaming and uh, probably just as importantly these cool new icons with um, uh, animated gifs. Now you can switch it off if you if it gets too frustrating or slowing you down. Um, but uh, I can see on screen everyone seems to be all and new icons are coming up. Also for some in the, um, for your name plate down the bottom of the screen as well. So I can set, just to set the scene of where we left off, I guess we can, we can um, jump straight into it. There's a cliff face to your left, some, everyone's on, on the board and um, I think Threads, Tina, are you going to give us a bit of a rundown of last week leading up to, up to now? Yep, that's the plan. Okay, great. Shall that's I just start? Yeah, just go straight into it. Um, so we started the session last time. We're in the final trial, um, Perseverance, in um, Oral's Castle. Uh, we started with the wolf and its companion entering the camp, and we were protecting the last survivor of the, the clan, a little boy. Um, there was a huge fight, there was druids everywhere, and they had these big um, area effect cold spells. Uh, most of us went down at least once. Um, the final druid flew off as an owl, but was killed by um, Threads' acid arrow, acid damage as it threw, flew away. <laughs> um, Velen questioned the boy, and he told us about a white wizard that had been there before, um, who was a, t a tiefling, and Velen seemed to know who this was. Um, when we finished the final trial, we went through the south doors and found the, the codicil of white. Um, Threads had a little moment where she touched the book and she had like an evil laughter villain moment <laughs> uh, and basically revealed herself as being possessed by Naslantomir, but then uh, was released by the ghost. The ghost disappeared because it uh, fulfilled its, I don't know, purpose. Um, Ash said, then sent a message to the whale that brought us um, Ungachuk, I think, that brought us to the island in the first place. And we tried to make our way there, but the whale wasn't there and said it was going to take him five hours to get to us. Um, and as we were waiting, a humanoid riding a giant white eagle sweeps by. Um, and we all just suspect that it's oral. Um... Yeah, and we, I think she, like, stopped by our little tiny hut that we'd made to try and hide ourselves. And we saw that it's, like, a weird, strange owl, goat, humanoid figure um, with, like, glowing blue eyes. And it was just a bit, a bit mysterious. 
Um, she flies off to the castle, and then a minute, like a minute or so later, suddenly there's roaring and rumbling, and twenty or so ogres, like I don't know, ice ogres, <laughs> I don't know what we call them, um, start to appear and just start running towards us. Uh, and we all, I don't know, flipped out, and we just we just couldn't handle it, so we just ran for the ocean, made a dive for it. Um, finally, Ungachuk turns up, um, and we are on our way. Velen cracks the codicil, tells us the rhyme of the Frost Maiden, this long, like, poem-type thing. Um, we stop briefly at Bryn Shanda to restock and recoup. We set out to the glacier after that. We ran into these druids, um, who was actually the boy that we saved in one of the trials. Um, they cured Ash, who was actually afflicted by the madness after the isolation trial. Um, uh, <laughs> Jackus was also revealed to be mad and uh, was being really emo. <laughs> really super emo, but he decided that he didn't want to be uh, healed and we kind of just left him with that. Um Yep, and we got there, we got to the glacier, and we basically nominated Ash to read the rhyme. Uh, and she did so very poetically and very well done, I have to say. And the glacier opened, and we were basically left there. I think um, we were resting just before entering the, the glacier, I think. All right. I think that was it. Yeah, that leaves us where we are now. Um, you can... I think you've determined to have a... You, you're pretty tired by the time you got to the glacier and um, you've, you're presented with this huge um, split um, that leads down beneath and or and into the side of it. It goes hundreds of feet above you. And um, I'm just scrolling across so I can see you all. I'm just show, having a look and see what the player's view is. So you've only got a fairly small view. The, the reason for such a small view is because your visibility is limited. There's not a blizzard, but there's just this really heavy, um, heavy snowfall right now. And it's, it's accompanied with, and it's really quite, um, quite dense, almost like a thick fog. It is swirling, but it, it's not a blizzard that you have to sort of fight your way just to stand. Now, um, what I wanted to check is I've got two, you can see the cliff face to your south east and um, fell in, can you cast Leoman's hut, tiny hut and uh, she's done so, that was what the dark blue circle is and so where is she, I think she should be in there, I'm just going to remove some, there's still a few duplicates, there we go. There's Valin in the centre of the um, of the hut, um, and I think there's others who can cast it. So I wasn't sure if there was going to be two or just one cast. I put two in just in case. And then there's three large beasts that can't um, that can't go into the tiny hut. They're they're, they're too big, um, and it'll it'll burst the bubble if they go in there. So for that one. Um, they are sort of hunkered down between the cliff and the and the hut provides a little bit of cover to the, from stronger wind. So do we have a second one or is it just the one? Uh, I'm okay with just one. I mean all of us can fit in the one. Yep, 
Okay, so I'll get rid of the light blue one, and um, I'm just, it's, there's no real arrangement, I'm just putting everyone in there. And Dawn can go inside, no problem as well. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so you can all fit. And uh, I'll put Oliver sort of off to, you know, so that the, the, the three animals are, are off to one side. Now, it's a f there's a fair bit of time before the sun will come up. Um, is there anything you want to do during this time? I think there's some... Um, from what I could tell last week that some people were planning on doing some downtime activities while resting Well, yes um, One of the downtime activities that I was planning on doing was actually make my battle axe magical okay. using the uh, shield of the urban rune yep. and Transfer it to my battle axe okay. So you can and do, I'm you can do that. While yeah, resting. I'm yeah, uh, and I've chosen Undead as my uh, my um, <laughs> chosen preferred enemy. Yeah, preferred enemy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So your axe is now at the end of eight hours, at least, going to be a um, magical weapon from that point on, and particularly dangerous against Undead. Um. Anybody else want to do anything? Uh, Sharpie is going to modify Moltel's backpack, as he previously stated. Oh, so yeah, he's okay. got half of space on put it. Some, put some loops on there and, and get it so that you can actually hop up there a bit easier. Um, okay. Um, anybody else? Okay. You see uh, Cletus um, getting some incense out and... Um, starting to muck around with his spell book um, and he looks like he's um, going to be testing out one of his new spells that he's scribed into it from last session. When I say last session, it's been a number of days that you've been travelling but just hasn't had occasion to do it. Um, okay. Time for some dice. Okay, um, after a couple of hours of resting, um, you can, you hear a call, a, a call out um, in common, broken common. You can tell it's a reghead accent. What do they say? Um, they're hailing you. Ho! Now, let's take a po quietly take a poke out of the Lima's tiny hut, see if we can see who they are. Yep, you see three humans uh, dressed in the furs and at the limit of your range. You should see them now on screen, most of you, looking through the, through the hut. Um, uh, Velin can change the hut to be transparent from your side and it looks like they can't quite see you but they can clearly see the hut because it looks like a white dome and there's three large beasts behind and they're approaching uh, very cautiously uh, but non-aggressively 
Can we tell what tribe they are? Uh, yeah, they look like wolf tribe. And in fact, the ones to the one to the north and south look to be. They've got their spears out and they're looking north and south all around 360 degrees rather than towards you guys. Uh, as you can see, I've stepped out of the Lehman's tiny hut yeah, okay. uh, to, to, to greet them. Okay. They rush over and, and stop a respectable distance back. Uh, one of them drops back a little bit further and is looking to the rear. And they say, we come, we bring warning. Um, uh, the tribe of the tiger approach. You must ready yourselves. Bjornhild has managed to slip past and evade our um, best efforts to thwart them, and they've found a way through and um, approach. Just um, we're only just ahead of them. There are more of us coming, um, tracking them, uh, but. They'll be on us in any moment. All right, Sharpie will give a warning to the owl to fly out, fly away from combat range, and saddle up on Maltel. Okay. Anybody else want to do anything as well? Jackus will step through and saddle up on ice, and say, "I shall scout the perimeter of vision." Any trots off to the limits of the vision. What, what information did we get from, the, from these guys? That a warning. A warning of the approach of the tiger tribe. Uh, well, I mean, if we stay in here, we'll be fine. Can we attack from inside the... Tiny hut? I don't think anything... You can shoot arrows out of it. Spells won't work, but arrows will, I think. And you can always step out and shoot a spell and step back in. Yeah. It's just yeah. the caster can't leave. They'll do anything. Nothing physical can go in or out, except for the chosen people when the, when the spell is cast. So you can step out, shoot an arrow, and then step back inside. Uh, I'll step out just so I can see if anything's approaching and I'll okay. step back in if anything gets too close. Okay. Velen's concentrating on this thing and she doesn't want to lose concentration, so she's going to stay inside the tent. Um, at this point, um, you see more people approach. Well, just saying, it says objects within the dome can move freely if they're inside. It's just spells and yeah. So with you, so if you're within the dome, you can move freely. I know, like if, like let's say, someone outside was an enemy and they were not in the dome, they shoot an arrow, it would bounce off. But if you're inside at the time of casting, any object that's in there can move in and out. So an arrow would logically be able to be shot out. Oh, paste it into the chat. But any spells or. Yeah, spells and cantrips wouldn't work. Oh. You could even just cast it and that'd show it in there. Here we go. T 
10 foot radius of a mobile dome force. Blah, 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 blah. Nine creatures. Creatures and objects within the dome, when you cast this spell, can move uh, th through it freely. All other creatures and objects are barred from passing through it. Spells and other magical atmosphere inside this space comes with a dry. Okay, um, I'm going to say yes, you can for this, and I will do research on it next week. How people are treating that. Sure. Okay, um, but you see three more wolf nomads, and they are running. And these other three pan out. And they get they get to here, and by the time they're within uh, within vocal range, just you know, for not yelling out, but and they're not yelling out, but they say they are, they come, they come, and um, you hear these uh, guttural war cries, barbarian war cries. Uh, I, I say to Sharpie, do you, do you want to get up and close in combat? Because that's where I'm going to go. That's fine. Let's see how this works. <laughs> okay. I'm going to move up to here in front of the other uh, wolf tribes. Hit and seeing these... These barbarians first. Okay, let's um, let's. I'll clear the initiative. Uh, it is clear, so let's get everyone in the initiative. And then we'll, because there's barbarian, there's uh, tiger nomads just within your line of vision now, or at least within the line of vision of Moltel. Motel's in there, Threads is in there, I've put Vel in. Rolling. Ash is going to be in there at some point. Oh boy. Okay. How are we going there? One, two. I can see Ash. I can't see Sharpie. I think because he's on his mobile, he can't click on his token to roll initiative, so... Um, I can do it. He got a 22. 22. Boomski. All right. Um, I'm just going to sort. Sharpie, you are first. What do you want to do? All right, they're still a fair way away, aren't they? So I'm actually going to delay my initiative for after Moltel so I can move up and okay. I can attack. You can ready your... What, what's the action? To saddle up? To jump up on him? Or? No, I, I already had done that. Oh, okay. So I'm basically I'm just going to delay until after Moltel goes. Okay. 
Um, and but you still have to. Re that's a readying in action, and so I need you to be just specific about the action. You can't just delay initiative. You can say I'm going to sneak attack someone, if that's with your psychic knife, if that's the intent. Motel, you're right after him. I'll let you go. What do, what do you want to do? Um, so just uh, to clarify something, mm -hmm. uh, we can move at our full movement? Or is um, it difficult terrain at the no, moment? It's, yeah, it's, um, it would be half speed. So it's classed as difficult terrain? Yep, yep. And it's clearly difficult for the others coming in too, so. It's just going to slow down things. That's my uh, movement. Okay. And I'm going to ready an attack uh, if one of them gets close. Okay. As you approach, at the limits of your vision, you can see other tiger barbarians at the limit of your vision as well. Um, okay. Motel. Sorry, I'm back. I'm oh, yeah, no worries. I just, fine. My clarification was just, what's the readied action that you wanted to do to attack? Yeah, I um, mentioned that. That seems a bit strange to me, but basically this is the same regardless anyway. So he uses his bonus action to aim, and then he is going to, when Motel moves up, he's going to shoot one of the guys. Okay. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> bonus action to aim. Yeah, okay. Um... Right, in that case, then the Reghead Warriors go, and um, Moltel, a bunch of them swarm on you, which is going to trigger your attack. You're ready to action. I take it a nine. Wait, do I get mine? Yeah, yeah, both do. Oh, so, yeah, Sharpie, you're first, and you were ready as well, so go for it. Okay, armor class 26 with the first psychic blade and armor class 25 with the second. I'm seeing 16, I'm just reading out the chat here, 16 sneak attack and 6 psychic power, I believe. So that would be a 19 and then another 6. Okay, the 19 will kill one. And the six will damage another one. And that would be your turn. Um, yeah, I'm done. Okay. Atmosphere battle. So I take it a nine did not hit. A nine missed. Yeah, thought so. Was that it? Ash uh, yeah. Ash Louise, it's your turn, I believe. Oh, no, what have I missed? Was I... Uh, was I the caster of the dome? 
No, Velen was. Oh, good. And then I will <laughs> step outside. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll step out to there and cast my channel divinity as an action. Okay. And create a 30 foot sphere, I think it was. Yes, 30 foot radius sphere filled with dim light. Mm. Do you want me to put the aura on, or can you do that? Uh, just trying to now. I think last time they couldn't see my aura though. Can you, can everyone see it? I can see it, and I've I've, I've switched it to visible for everyone for all auras and all, all things. So you should see it. If not, let me know, and I can quickly. Yeah, I can. I can see it now. Great. Okay. All right. So oh, one, two, three, four, five. Remember, it's difficult to rain, so you'll only be able to go three squares. Oh. And you're in the tent. So one, two, three. I don't think Moltel's going to be in it, unfortunately. It'll be just outside. Which means sharpie. That's fine. I'll get him next time. Yeah. Uh, and then... I think that'll be me for now. Okay. Now these hunters go. And they race into battle. Uh, one... I have to make sure I... Can, yeah. So some of them dash. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, and collectively, they kill another one that's around Motel. If, if they all end... Uh, the ones that end in my thing can get, like, 10 temp HP or something, if you okay. want to average it. Okay. And, um... Oh, actually, average would be 11 temp HP now, since the level up. And you hear um, War Cries from the North... And you see uh, more wolf nomads, allies, come in. There's one uh, druid with the chief and four more warriors, reghead hunters. And they come and dash in from the north. I'll put them in here. They come around the big crevasse that you've created. That's as far as they get. Now, I think you've actually killed the guy. So I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the leaders in there. Sharpie killed the guy who rolled initiative, therefore yeah. they're all dead now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there we go. Da, da, da. I didn't have a get to have a chance with some of them, so I'm going to do that. Okay, so the four sprint in from, but they have to dash to get there. But there's looks like there's going to be a big melee down the, to the south. <clears throat> One, two, three, fifteen foot. One, two, three, thirty foot. One, two, three. 
Okay, so um, a bunch of them swarm the chief to the north. One of them engaging the uh, wolf tribe druid. Finally, stalking out of the mist comes a, a druid and the um, impressive saber-toothed tiger flanked by um, the chief of the, of the tiger tribe. Just at the limits of vision, you can tell there's even more warriors behind her. Okay, and one of the wolf, your wolf tribe allies um, dies in that battle, but otherwise it's a... Now, Velin, she can't step out, she can't cast magic in, so she's pretty much your um, Bali's spot maintaining that. And she's going to sit there and keep concentrating on this. Threads. Um, I can barely see anything because everyone's at the edge of my vision, so I'm going to move in a bit. Yep. Three squares. Because it's difficult terrain. Oops. One. <laughs> Three. Yeah. Three. Are you a bit faster? I can move 35. Yeah, okay, I'll make it four squares for the purpose, so it's an, it's, it has an effect, yep. Okay, can... that's, a, that's a lot of guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, did you say that the chieftain is, or can I just not see them yet? Um, no, you can't see any, you can, if you can see the wolf chieftain over here. Might be out of your nope. vision. Okay. So there's a big swirling melee to that direction that you can hear. And you can hear tiger roars to, from this direction. Um, well, I'm just going to... Wait a second. God damn it. If I got rid of that one spell, that would be really useful now. Oh, an area effect? Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh well, okay, I'm just going to attack the guy that Moltel attacked. Oh, there's a, there's a line of wolf nomads if blocking I can them get... off, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say if I can get... Oh, side. Okay, I'll go for this guy here. Yeah, there's two free over there. Roll to hit. 22. 22 to hit. Damage. For 16 damage. Boom, you one-shot him with an arrow through the throat. Nice. Um, and I attack this guy. Um, okay, whoops. Yep, roll a hit. 23, that's a hit. 23, yep. You went 14 damage in total. Dead. Um, and can I bonus action send Dawn in to attack this guy? You can, yeah. Dawn flies in. Although, I, do, is it half speed for her as well? No. Flying is normal. No, okay. Um, okay, then, yeah, she attacks. Let me just... 
do that. Eighteen to hit. Eighteen hits. Ten damage. Uh, ten injures it, but not dead. Okay, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Cletus, are you with us? Yes. Okay. Um, there, you're in a dome, a Liaman's hut. Um, cast by Velin, so she's concentrating and can't leave it. Yeah, you've been okay. um, attacked by tiger nomads with wolf nomads that have come to warn you. And just as the battle was joined, more wolf nomads have come from the north and more tiger no nomads from the south. But pretty much there's this huge melee going on just outside the limit of the um, snowy night. Okay, so he's gonna walk three squares so inside the dome is also yeah it's all difficult um difficult terrain yeah. so that's 10 20 yeah 13 yep you can get out great so now he's in the cast his magic he sees two just in the corner of his vision okay. he is going to Blast out two Eldritch Blasts at this guy on okay. the south here. Alright, roll to hit. For a 23 to hit Ooh. and 11 damage. Okay, you kill him. Oh, okay, nice. And then if he, he sees the guy go down, he's going to target the guy right next to him. Yeah, he can do that. A little bit harder to For hit. a 14, 14 to hit. Ooh, 14. Uh... Hmm. Okay, you get him. Oh. Is this two down? Yes. Dead. And he's gonna drop, he's gonna summon his tentacle from the deep. He's gonna okay. drop it right there. Alright. Now is that size medium? Just so I know. In that yes, medium, yep. Okay. Actually, we'll drop it right here. Okay, that's okay. it. Alright. And that's his turn. Sharpie. Uh, now you're actually in the same square as Moltel. I've just put you adjacent to him so that we know you're in that area. But there's two enemies yep. nearby within melee range of you. Right, is the um, one attacking the shaman, is that within my range? Um oh. right. sixty feet. Can you see my ping? Uh, remember, I can't see the map. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Okay, yeah. 45 feet. 45. Okay, so he's going to throw his first psychic blade at the one attacking the shaman okay. and then the other one at the one he injured last turn. Okay. Uh, armor class 21 is a hit. Armor class 18 is a hit as well. So we need two damage rolls. I see a seven. Uh, 
I'm not sure what the seven and the four are. They don't. Well, d6 plus three decks and then 16 sneak attacks. So I'm reading 23, which is going to one shot this dude. All right. So the first one takes the 23. Yep. So the one to take the shaman and the other one takes the four. So the one I injured last turn takes another yeah, four. Okay. He doesn't die from it, but he's, he's critically injured. But you killed the one that's attacking the droid. All right, that's me. Just making sure. Now what I'm going to do is, because we've just had... Um, another problem. Because your allies have dropped out of the order as well. So again, I'm adding in the leader. Okay. Um, Druid comes up. One, two, three. And an ice storm goes off. I need a dexterity saving throw for Sharpie and Moltel. An 11. 11 fails. Ugh. Yes. And Sharpie. Dexterity saving throw. I'm rolling damage in any case. So you take 14 damage. If you fail, you take 14 damage of bludgeoning as the ice storms hit. And 3 damage of cold. Which could, yeah, which actually my uh, oh, Sharpie's cold gone. immunity. <laughs> yeah, my, my cold immunity no longer exists. Yes. So, but you're still. Um, oh, you're not resistant yet because you haven't scribed it. It's only half done. Yeah, um, it's only half done. Yeah. Okay. So it's only three damage in any case, but uh, or seventeen in total, or seventeen. Yeah. So eight to Sharpie. And two of the of your allies drop behind you, uh, dead. Sharpie uses evasion. Okay. That'll drop that to zero. No damage to you. Okay, more barbarians come in. One, two, three. One, two, three. Oh, one. So, did, did you skip my turn there? Uh, or is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, I did. You can have a crack. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to have two attacks on this one first because that was the one yeah, that was it. there before. Yeah, yeah. It's a target rich environment. Oh. Natural 20. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you kill him. He drops from the huge blow. And the second attack on that one, because yep. that was also there. Yep. I'm a class 20. 20. <laughs> uh, nine damage. Oh, 
nine is not enough to kill it. I'm just pulling them out here to um, adjust things so it's a bit easier to see. Okay, there we go. It's a bit clogged, a bit congested. Okay. Done, Maltel? Uh, yes, that's my turn done. Okay. So I've done the Druid, uh, which effectively is the same same outcome, and then these these barbarians come charging in. Uh, tiger nomads. One, two, three. Dashing into there. Okay, so one dashes into the fight to the south. Um, loads come charging into the fight where Moltel and Sharpie is. The wolf chief. Um, he's got three on him now. Sabretooth Tiger comes bounding up, loping across the, the snow, but not into battle just yet. Um, Sharpie. A javelin comes sailing in towards you, whisking past your ear, and you deftly duck it. It came from the chief. The one that you looked after her camp for a little while. Okay, Moltel, you've got a whole bunch of um, shots onto you. Okay, um, class 19 is the highest. Nothing hits there. I presume. Does not hit. Yeah, so they all... No, armor class 22. Yeah, all of them pound away at your armor and your shield and, and you sit there weathering the storm. Um, then the wolf warrior at the top goes berserk and starts carving his way through and he drops three of them in one round. One shot at each. He's wielding two axes. There's four more warriors that go that join in here. Um, one engages the saber-toothed tiger, and the others get into these little one-on-one -on -one fights. Ash, that's you. You're standing out there. There's a tentacle poking out of the ground in front of you. Threads to your to your right. What do you want to do? Um, I will step forward. And as an action, I will cast Moonbeam. And uh, it's like a 10 foot radius, and I want to put it. Over here, catching two of the guys and the saber tooth tiger. Okay. And uh, what's the save for that? I think it starts on their turn, but oh, I think I it's see. a con save. I see. Okay. Yeah. So there's just this beam of twilight coming okay. down. 
<laughs> Alright, so catching the Sabertooth Tiger and two enemies uh, when it's their turn. Um, ah, right, I've got the Druid going. Okay. Um, she comes up. One, two, three. Flanking her chief. And counters with her own Ice Storm. Damaging the Druid. The enemy Druid. The Tiger one. And killing one of the enemies. Oh, it'll get two there. Boom. Okay. Wow, we're cycling through this pretty quickly. Hang on. Okay. I'm moving him back. I've got Gladiator in there twice. Ah, uh, Velin is not doing anything, so it's threads. Uh, I see the tiger. Although I love tigers and animals, I'm a bit freaked out. Yep. Gonna move up. Uh, wow, there's definitely a whole lot of guys back here. Um, and I shoot at the tiger twice. Oh, okay. It's big enough that you can shoot at it without any, without any issues. Ooh, and that one for 12. Oh, no, mine's gonna miss. Can you reroll? Are you close to Chapet? <laughs> yeah, Chapet. No, you have to be within 30 feet of Charlie. <sighs> Where are you? I am, I'm 25 feet away from you. You're on his back, right? Uh, yes, so yeah, he'd be. One alert. 25 feet. Sharpie, do you notice this one? Uh, I can't see it, but yes. If she yeah. rolled one, I get her to reroll. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's a 19. Happy days. Roll to hit. Roll, roll damage. You hit it. 13 damage. Okay. Sinks into the feather and um, the tiger roars in pain um, but doesn't die. Second attack. Second attack, here we go. 25 to hit. Uh, 25 hits. For 16 damage. Sixteen. It's um, badly injured from those two. Bonus action. I get Dawn to fly in and pick at its eyes. <laughs> okay. Attack coming right up. Okay. A ten. Oh, no, that's a miss. Again, I get it to fly back out for to safety. Okay. Safety. <laughs> right. Cletus. Yeah, it's not really safe, but you Cletus. know. <laughs> Cletus. Uh, Cletus can't see much. Can you ping on the map where most of the noise is coming from? Here. What? Big okay, so he's gonna walk. Okay, okay. So he's gonna walk in terrain. One, two, 
three. This is oh, 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 there's a lot of people here. Okay. Um. <laughs> you should see how I'm seeing it. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's pretty scary. Okay. And he's gonna. He's gonna shoot at this guy right here. Try and thin down the the crowd. Okay. Four and a twenty-four to hit for eight force damage. Okay. Uh, sorry, ping the guy that you're shooting at. This guy right here. Oh, that's your ally. He's a wolf wolf name. Oh, hold on. Then <laughs> this guy. Wait, who's an evil guy? He can't yeah, actually. Yeah. He doesn't know. Um, the ones who are reghead warriors are dressed in tiger. Um, attire and the reghead hunters uh, wolf warriors but you're right okay. they do all look alike to you with this okay this one there's, there's this one, one in, here yeah the one the one here south of dawn yeah yeah uh, north northwest of dawn northwest of dawn yes uh, he'll he'll attack okay. this one then okay go for it so you did nine damage I added he did eight damage for the first attack and okay. six damage for the second attack Ooh, that's enough to kill him but it took took both Boom, boom, nice. two Eldritch Blasts, and finally it drops down dead. I'm moving him um, back a little bit. Okay, he's gonna he's gonna command his water tentacle to move in difficult terrain. So, one, two, three. Okay. Yeah, and that's it. Okay. That's his turn done. Sharpie, it's back to the top for you. All right, is anyone engaging the enemy druid? No, it's the enemy druid is free. Uh, which case, he will throw a psychic, first psychic dagger at the saber-toothed tiger, and the second one at whoever's near Moltel and me and it's injured. Okay. How'd you go? Yeah, sorry, roll 20 is not going to work on the phone, my apologies. That's right. Do you want me to roll dice for you and you just, I, I just roll d20s? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so please. Okay. Uh, roll 20 doesn't, I never try on a phone, but the D&D &D Beyond will work fine. Yeah. I've got a 17. Add your pluses and tell me what you hit. Uh, that'll be 23. Okay, so you hit the Sabertooth Tiger. Yep, so that's 5d6 plus 3 damage. Okay. So that's 13, 16 damage. Cool. It's critically injured, but not dead. Um, you're off hand attack. Uh, goes to whichever round one is around Motel and is yeah. injured. Okay, there is one injured that's near you. Uh, this is a ranged attack and it's within your melee range. That'd put disadvantage on the attack roll. Oh, if he's within my melee range, I'll shoot somebody else. Maybe I'll just shoot the tiger again. Yeah, okay. All right, go for the tiger. Do you want me to roll for you? Okay, 17 again. 
so it's a hit again. Yep, D4 plus 3 damage. Okay, you kill it. It drops to the ground. Sharp, uh, Sharp is dead silent in right. victory. Moltel. <laughs> Alright. I'm going to attack that one I attacked first. Uh, yeah, see if okay. I can kill him. Yep, no worries. Twenty-two to hit. Okay, you um, hit him and kill him. One shot. Well. Oh, he was that low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bad injured. Uh, second attack on this uh, one directly in front of me. Eleven to hit. Um, that's a miss. I'm going to action surge. Oh, okay. And attack him again. Okay. Fifteen to hit. Fifteen to hit. Nine damage. All right. He's um badly injured, critically injured, but not dead. 25 to hit. That's a hit as well. It's your fourth attack. 11 damage. Alright, you kill him. Now I'm going to move up to the tiger um, chief leader. Yep. So, one, two, right in melee range with it. Yeah, you are. And Sharpie's coming with me. Oh, yeah. I'll move him along with you, so it's obvious. Okay. Um... Okay, Bjornhild pulls out a... Uh, has a two-handed um, attack. A two-handed, it's a great, great axe. Um, Moltel swinging at you, missing armor class sixteen. Yeah, definitely misses. <laughs> she tries again. Also missing. This is not her day. Yeah, she she doesn't like a a tall. Angel folk to be no. right in her face. She's <laughs> not used to people walking towards her. Um, okay. Okay, um, Moltel, can you do a saving throw? Uh, Constitution. Thirteen. Okay. Um, a, a spike of ice comes uh, hurtling from the frost druid towards you, um, doing four damage. 
and the frostured seems to be backing away towards the limit of the of the snow. Um, now, when I say that the chief goes, so do all the other tiger nomads. So we'll just scroll up to the top there. There's only one left. Um, there's one attacking hunters down here. And there's a one-on-one -on -one fight going on down the bottom. And then the red-haired wolf, wolf warriors fight back. Oh, does one of the bad guys have to roll? Oh, never mind, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, for the moonbeam? Yeah, doesn't matter, he's dead. <laughs> These wolf warriors seem to be cleaning up this three-on-one and two-on-one fights all over the battlefield, such that the only ones that are left standing, uh, there's one warrior, the chief, and the frost druid that's backing away. Um, Ash. Uh, let me just check. I will use a bonus action to give myself steps of night, so I'll sprout wings and gain a flying speed equal to my walking speed. Does that mean I am no longer bound by difficult terrain? That's right, yeah. Okay, cool. I will advance 30 feet for uh, as far as I can. We shall see. Yeah, six, six. Well, you can go six maximum, or you can stop sooner if you want to. And as an action, I will move the moonbeam over the frost druid. Oh, okay. You can shift it if you created it, I think. Yep. Yep, you can move up to 60 feet as an action. Okay. Um, okay. And so that'll affect her on her turn, I believe? Yes, yes. Velin, still concentrating, looking, you can't really do much, you can't step out of it and spells, doesn't work that way, so threads. I can barely see anything of all of these dead bodies. Um, I'll spread them out a little bit. Well, maybe you can see what it is through the snow, I don't know. <laughs> it, it does have a light. What does, sorry? Uh, my pillar has a light, so I don't know if you can like see it. It's like where the frost druid is. Oh, I can see the frost druid, yeah. I'll go for, th I'll go for them then. Uh, I, there's no way I can get a clear shot. Remember all the ones with- Could the I get a clear shot? Um, walking to here, you could, in front of these rig heads. Because all the red X's are just... Where was I? You were just over here. Yeah, you can get to the square here. Was I here? One, two, three. Yep. That'll give you a shot. Okay, I'm shooting over the dead bot uh, tiger. I shoot at the frost druid twice. Okay. Eighteen to hit. Eighteen to hit. Oh man, I'm missing a fight. <laughs> I'm just an audio for now. I'm I'm on my way home. So okay. I'll be there like thirty minutes. You should see what the table looks like. 
<laughs> yeah, so when I come in, I'm not coming in hot. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, sorry. Uh, fifteen damage. Fifteen damage. Okay. Second arrow. Second arrow is a twenty-six to hit. Okay, that hits as well. For another fifteen damage. Uh, okay, well done. It's thirty. Still alive though. It's still pretty badly injured, but not not last legs by any means. Again, can I get Dawn to swoop in? You can. And just, can just don't get it. Dawn in the pillar. Oh, um, is, is the is the druid on top on top of the pillar or what's going on? Yeah, there? Light. It's like a, yeah, twenty foot wide beam. It's like a laser beam coming down from the sky, basically. Can we get a light source on there? Yeah, yeah, it has a, a dead <laughs> Now, um, threads. The druid is fully in the moonbeam, so while you're in the square next to it. To attack the druid, you must enter the square. If it if entering yeah. the square. Okay, it's not worth it. Um, I Save. get Dawn to attack the this one instead. Okay. The leader. Okay. Um, I'm 24 20, to hit. 24 hits. Slashing for six damage. For ten slashing damage. Oh. I just added it onto the wrong person. And move away to uh, relative safety. Okay. Can Oliver attack anybody? Yeah, Oliver will, um, on your turn, at the end of your turn, move around here and kill that one. Ooh, well done. <laughs> Good job, Oliver. <laughs> I mean, he's killed more people than I have, so... <laughs> he gets three attacks, and, um, yeah, this, the Barbarian had no chance. Um, so, Threads, is that your turn? Yep, that's me. Cletus, Senor Cletus. Oh, Cletus is coming up in the rear, so he'll just walk. One, two... Three. Get the Zimmer frame and he gets. Oh, he can see the battlefield! <laughs> <laughs> I think, is this an ally? He has clatterized in his eye, he can't see. The one next to Motel, is this an no, ally? No, Clearly, It's not, Sharp okay. He's engaged with Motel and Sharpie in a battle to the death. If that's great, if that's, he's gonna kind of find an opening between Motel and Sharpie and shoot his Eldritch Blast at it. Between Moltel and Sh oh, Sharpie's on top of Moltel. He's on. He's in the oh, back. okay, okay. So he'll just shoot through. Like he'll shoot You've got at a the enemy. You got a bear in front of you, unfortunately. Moltel. Um, so Cletus has the sp the spell sniper feet. Is okay. he still able to? Yes. In that case, ignore snipe. all that. You can go as long as you can see a sliver. You can shoot at it. Nice. Okay. So he'll he'll his first Eldritch Blast was twenty to hit. Uh, that hits. And the second was 20, so altogether for two bolts, that's 20 damage. 20 damage. Doof, doof. Two force damage. So blast this this barbarian back. Um, she just takes it, takes it on the chin. And 
Good he's going to get his water elemental to advance, progress, advance, and he'll just stay there. Okay. All right. Um, now, can that dash if it doesn't attack, or is it just a 30 straight 30 foot movement per turn? I'll get back to you. Okay. I'll just leave it here for now. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll assume it's 30 foot, like a spiritual weapon. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just 30 foot. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, and I think that's the end of the turn. Let's have a look here. Um, the druid um, backing away, um, Ash, you can clearly see you've got her eyes eyes on this druid and uh, I think some of you have been targeting the druid as she backed away but um, right at her back it's sort of snowy it's the limits of the snowy um, swirling landscape but you see um, her raise her spear and um, she's got to make a con save first yeah, yeah. <laughs> And well, she's not having an having an action. I'm just describing what you see, um, uh, as she's sort of warily backing away from the battle. Um, but from from behind her, out of the snow, um, and the steward turns around, clearly sensing something behind her, um, looking around the snow blasted tundra for her next next opponent. Um, this dark form materializes out of the blizzard behind. It has the head of a snowy owl and black talons with goat horns. It's hunched, but it is like seven foot tall. Oh Even... shit. Where did she even come from? Coming out of the snow. Can everyone just be? She is... Who can see her? I can. I can. Oh yeah, okay. And you hear this stomping sound from from the same area. And... um, see these huge gigantic forms start to lurch out of this out of the um snow oh they're, god they're frost giants. oh god they're frost giant skeletons uh, right <laughs> i think it's running time oh god there's so many And you can hear them, doof, doof, doof. and you can hear other sounds like this, this really dull thud from further, you know, further away. Um, you know, there's not a huge sound of the snow, it's not a snowstorm as such. Um, yeah, but uh, this, this seven foot tall biped strikes a grotesque figure. You've seen it from a distance atop a, a enormous eagle. Um, its face is a mask of cold fury and um, she buries her talons in the back of this druid, lifts it above the air, um, above the ground and as she does the whole the druid seems to seems to freeze and ice forms all around where the talons are, are grasping and um, 
Remember the druid was badly injured in any case from a number of your own blows, but um, her face twists in a soundless scream as the life fades from her eyes. The figure discards this champion's lifeless corpse, apparently without much care or thought as it turns its gaze towards you. Huge skeletal shapes start to appear from the snowy darkness, lumbering toward you with uneven strides, um, staggering like, like the undead that they clearly are. Um, and around you, around these giant's legs, all these corpses at your feet, you start to see this glow of light and, um, and Moltel, Sharpie, the, um, the corpse at your feet sheds light and, and, go, and starts to get to its feet. Oh shit. Seems like a good time to be elsewhere. And a number of them, within a certain range of of the um, of the hunched seven foot figure. Whoops. Start seven foot. Yeah, seven foot tall figure. Um, start to rise. They clearly look, look exactly as they were, but um, you can't see any skin, any features. Just the standing uh, clothing filled with light shining out of them. Um, Sharpie, what do you want to do? All right, so the um, chieftain is still fighting Moltel, so he's going to aim and shoot at her. Okay. Uh, Roll to hit. Go. Oh, do you want me to roll it? Uh, a six. Um, will that be advantage? I'll try again. He just rolled. Oh, did I? Uh, yeah, I thought you couldn't roll. Okay, yep, cool. We'll go with yours. <laughs> 21. Okay, no worries. Yep, That's so that should be two hits. And yeah, they're in combat with Moltel, so yeah, that's 17 plus. Basically, just add all those three damages up together, and it'll be whatever she takes. Uh, Seventeen. What have you got? That's the two hit. Oh, is the damage the second number? So twenty thirty-seven. That seems a little over. Hang on, just let me check that. Yeah, uh, Cletus, just while Sharpie's doing that, um, you were resting in the dome to take a long rest, recover spells. You were got your incense out and started casting a spell as well. And um, some wolf nomads came and said the, the tiger tribe are approaching. Ready your weapons. Okay. Okay, so... 26 damage there. 26, okay. Respectable, nonetheless. Okay, below half, badly injured. Uh, Moltel. Uh, right, I'm going to attack this uh, 
warrior in front of me as well. Okay. Twelve to hit. Twelve's a miss. She dodges out of the way. Nineteen to hit. Nineteen hits. Please make a strength saving throw Ooh, okay. for the fire room. Just roll a 20 and see. Okay, she fails it. So she's um, movement zero and uh, disadvantage to attacks from the debilitating yep. effects of your medical fiery medicals. How much damage? And she takes 11 damage total. Okay. That's from the first strike plus the manacles. Hey, right, so five from the, the strike. Yep. Five slashing from the strike. Yep. And um, six fire damage. Okay. And second attack? That was my second attack. Oh. What was the first one? I've already already taken that off. Uh, uh, 12 oh, did not hit. Oh, no. that's right. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering, how can this be? Um, yes, no. But yes, that one is restrained. Okay. And they take another 2d6. At the start of their turn. Ah, uh, yeah. Roll your 2d6. 10 fire damage. Nice one. Okay, let's see what she can do now. Alright, she gathers her axe, ready to have another crack. Disadvantage, remember. Seventeen's <laughs> a miss in any case. She tries again. And misses with a second one. What is her problem? Oh, she rolled a two. And then she rolled a ten. Okay, so they're not great. She not she's she has not landed a hit once. Um and okay. she can repeat saving throw at end of her turn. Ah uh, yeah. Right, she oh, good, she's still restrained. Still manacled. <laughs> Alright, I'm adding this seven foot tall, snowy owl, talon, goat legged creature into the melee. Okay, um, okay, so the chief of the wolf tribe um, yells out, To me, to me, and he races diagonally through and does a dash and um, he calls his um, one two three druid to him and the other reghead wolf warriors line up and they say go now we will um, delay them. And rather than gesturing at the, um, at the dome, he gestures at this great rent in the earth. Actually, I'm just going to reposition him because he, he moved probably further than he need to. And he says, um, uh, Mengir, um, get out your stone and hallow this ground. 
and the druid gets out this stone and starts to chant and um, uh, this aura appears, spreads out. And he says, get within the hallowed area. Um, and that's the turn. Ash, what do you want to do? Uh, well, I think if they're on our side now, they all, or all those ragged cunt hunters will get um, 11 temp HP. Okay. And then... Since they're putting up some kind of protective aura and telling us to get in, they don't have to tell me twice, so I will fly over there. <laughs> okay. Where are you? Are you going to move in? Yes, and then as an action, I will shift my um, moonbeam. I'll get these two in it. Okay, delete the old one. Okay. Yeah. Um, Velin. One. I'll wait for Velin to get over. Six. <laughs> she dashes as quick as she can, and of course her her sphere vanishes as she does so. That's as far as she gets. Um, threads. Um, I want to cast Spike Growth. Um, on the ground in a twenty-foot radius. Okay. Is it a square or a circle? It says. Um, it's, a gr it's just on the ground in a 20 foot radius. Radius. Okay. Circle. On a point, so I think it's a circle. Oops. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there we go. 10, 20. So it's about that size. Do you want to ping where you want it? Is, is that 10 foot radius? Isn't that double? That's a 10 foot radius. Did you say 20? It's a 20 foot radius, so oh it's double that size. Bum, 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 bum. Oh wow. Catch everyone. Wow. Yeah, it's more like it. <laughs> yeah, I'll put that. Yeah. Around there? Okay. Okay. I think you might want to get the giants though, because I think the cold light walkers had ranged beams anyway, so they may not have to move to hit us. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll move it up a bit. Ah, down a bit. <laughs> I feel like a yeah, removal. Right. I feel like a removalist. A little to the left. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Like around there, probably. Okay. So they probably move through it if they want to get to us. 
it's not precise in any case, it's, it's an area, so I'm going to cause spikes over that direction to try and make the giants walk through it. That, that's going to be enough. And moving at all? Um, no, because I'm safely within both, oh, okay. both oars, ashes, this druid. This, this chief is gesturing down the crevasse and saying, get going. All right then, all right. You don't have to tell me twice. Okay. Two, three. If you can move yourself into the crevasse at the edge of, by the time you've moved yourself into the crevasse at the edge of the purple area, that that just simulates that you're now below ground and and out of sight. Um, okay. Cletus. Everyone's running for one direction. He does not want to be left behind, so. He's gonna make a run for it. One, two, three, oh, and then good. you're gonna make it if you dash. And then dash one, two, three, and as his bonus action, he's yep. gonna get his water elemental one, water tentacle yes. three up here. It's gonna try and attack ah. the <laughs> attack the um the tribe or the saber tooth tiger elder. Okay, parting shot. Leader. Where you go, roll to hit. 28. Oh, crit. For 15. <laughs> 15 cold damage. Yeah, it should be more. Um, you've got 1d8 plus 5, but because it's a crit, you get to roll an extra d8 on top of that. Oh, nice. Which is an extra d8. That's what it is. It's 1d8 plus 5, which is the 10. And then the crit is okay. the 5. Oh, it's already done that. Okay, great. All right, so 15. Yeah, yes. so it's 15. Oof. She's critically injured now, but still alive. And chained and manacled. Okay. Cold light walkers. He's also like 30 feet from Orwell, so his chances are not great. <laughs> okay. Okay, this um, cold light walker immediately behind Bjornhild um, attacks with a cold ray. I don't know how to do that. Uh, oh, there we go. Cold ray hits um, class eight, so misses. Is it attacking Bjornhild? Yeah. Oh. 1d20 is 3 plus 0. 5 plus... I don't know what that actually means. But it's not a hit in any case. So, try again. Oh my god, natural 1. Okay. These, these flub. Um, let's see, there's another one that's going to shoot one ray at Sharpie. Uh, hitting armor class 22. And... I assume that would hit for Sharpie. Yeah. Yeah, it hits. Doing... 15 damage. Okay, I'll uncanny dodge it to 8. Just... Uh, Okay, he tries for you, Moltel. Missing. 
Um, these ones. Walk up. Moonbeam, what's that going to do? Uh, on their turn, they make a, a DC 15 con save against 3d10 radiant damage. Okay, roll your 3d10 radiant. And uh, 14. Okay, and spike stones are going to go off to um, threads, if you want to let me know what that does. Uh, my thing, my spike group thing. Yeah. Takes 2d4 piercing. Yeah, yep, okay. 2d4 piercing. Roll your 2d4, because they all take that, that as well. That's for every five feet. Every five feet. Yep. Yeah, for they've, every five feet they move. They've only gone one square, and then they hit the um, purple light and stop. Ooh. What is this purple light? It's a good question. <laughs> um, giant. Uh -huh. Roll your two D. Roll your two D four. Okay, so one of the giants moves twenty foot into this thing, taking quite a bit of damage. The other one walks around this ring. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, one walks up to here and starts to take swings at Maltel. It can try. Yeah, we shall see. Because, yeah, Maltel's got great. Okay, yeah, you've got a great history with these giant, with these dudes. Yeah. Don't bring it up. <laughs> All right. One of them p picks up his two-handed axe and thwacks you, hitting armor class 16. Yeah, no, I bash it off with the shield. Armor class 20. Bash it off with the shield. Okay. Um, this guy here comes around. He's not entering the spike, seeing what happened to his pal. Uh, he doesn't... It, it's actually... It's... The transformation of the ground is camouflaged to look natural, and he can't see that it's oh, okay. anything. That's anything there. He has to right. perception check. In that case, he's not going to perceive. He's just going to take the damage. So, I'm just doing average okay. damage for these guys every time. So they're not rolling so many just millions of two, okay, two fours. Um, and he attacks this yep. druid twice, killing it. Um, I thought that Frost Druid was already de dead. Was it? Yeah, I thought Oriole killed it. Ah, oh, right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then Oriole walks 10 feet onwards, um, gestures around at the ground, and the Druid rises up as a cold light walker. Ah, okay, okay. And so does the ones near Oliver. Now, I think we probably need to just backtrack a bit because Oliver wouldn't have stayed there and would have gone on Threads' this turn. Motel, I think we need to get out of here without killing this barbarian, sad to say. 
Yeah, I'm in agreement there. <sighs> okay, now these guys, these guys that moved and took spiky damage, shoot one of their rays at the at the phalanx opposing them at the reghead hunters, and the cold ray hits the hallowed ground and stops. So they turn their face and shoot at one at Sharpie, one at Moltel. These are cold light walkers. And we get two cold rays. Where are we? One at Sharpie, 18. Hit. Does 24 damage of cold damage. Uh, Cletus will use his reaction to uh, to get his tentacle to reduce that damage oh, by nice. 1d8. Nice one. By 7. Okay. So the tent yeah, tentacle, tentacle slaps away some of that ray or interposes itself and absorbs some of that damage. Nice one. Um, and Moltel, one of them goes for you as well. Hitting up class 13 and missing. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, that's the end of that turn. Let's just see before I before I move on. Okay, um, the figure vanishes and you note probably Moltel you notice the seven foot hunched figure just appear behind the two skeletons Sharpie what do you want to do um are there any cold light walkers between Moltel's route to the um crevice no there's not in fact there's probably a 15 foot wide gap so not even free strikes excellent so he's just going to pick a cold light walker at random and aim and shoot him. Okay. Moltel. It won't matter for this, yep. I'll just speed it up a little bit. Uh, I'm going to move up. I don't care about attacks of opportunity. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just Bolton. going. <laughs> okay. Alright, so you're going to take one from the giant. Um, it'll swing at you. Hitting on plus 21. Nope. Oh. And one from Brunhild, whatever her name is. Remember, disadvantage yeah. still is uh, restrained. I don't expect her to hit anyway. Okay, she misses. Yep. And you run into the into the aura. Um, Brunhild goes. She takes two d six, doesn't she? Do you want to try that? Nine fire damage. Oh. Okay. And she tries to break off the shackles once again. What's her? What does she need to pass it? Uh, she needs a 16. Okay. She finally breaks off the shackles. 
and is free, but on her last legs, surrounded by cold like walkers and <laughs> ice giants. Um, uh, uh, yes, uh, could you also uh, bring Sharpie along with me as well? Because I. This Sharpie's attached to my yeah, back at the moment. <laughs> good one. Master Blaster. Um, okay, this chieftain doesn't have anything really to do other than got his guys to sort of form ranks. Uh, and they chop the heads off. He, he orders the um, heads to be chopped off these de dead at your feet. Ash Louise. Oh, hang on, but uh, yeah, we can we can do that. But this guy says um, he turns to you all and says, "Don't hang up, don't stay, don't you mustn't stay. Um, flee!" roars the um, roars the the barbarian beside you. He's, he has an unmistakable note of awe and but also terror in his voice. The frost maiden has come. You must go now. Find a way to save the dales, and we shall delay her as much as we can. But you need to flee. Um. Uh, can I? I can pick someone up with my flight. Can I? I think only, I did before you, I picked up. Only if you're strong enough to pick them up. Can I? I if I can I fly the twenty feet to Velin, pick her up, and then dash back with her into the purple light. Uh, yes, yes, you can. I do that. <laughs> I fly out with my twilight wings and go, Velen! Okay, <laughs> Pick her up and we fly in together. Okay. Uh, I'm, then, I'm here for that for initiative. Uh, yeah, drop yourself in there. <laughs> perfect timing, Jeff. It's perfect timing. Alright. Good to see you awake. <laughs> okay. I was busy fighting off the other tribe members from the other side. Okay, so Velin uh, says thanks you, and then um, goes as quickly as she can um, down beneath the earth. With I'm just moving threads, Oliver and Velin, to simulate that they're out of sight now. Um, Jakus, you've been fighting at the fringe of the battle and come belting in when you hear um, the roars from the barbarian clan chieftains saying below below get below and we will we will um, guard your retreat um so that's Velin. threads i don't think there's any action for you once you've gone below unless there's anything particular i can't like just pop up a little bit and drag motel down or anything oh he's um, well, Maltel, you can't just sort of drag because he's standing and he's got Mal and he's got Sharpie attached to his his back. And if he goes prone, uh, that's going to slow him down further. Uh, okay, then I'll just wait out here yeah. for the best. But Jakus, what are you going to do? Oh, so what are we? Are we fighting or are we fleeing? Run, <laughs> run, definitely. <laughs> Right, uh, the, come, to, come, come to the... Come to the... Fight all, all by himself. <laughs> Aurel is, is here, Jakus, as are at least four frost giant skeletons, and all the dead seem to be rising as oh. cold light walkers. 
longer. Um, yeah, head underground and pick up Cletus, I guess. Drag him, drag her, yeah. drag him with me. Okay, Cletus, are you happy to be uh, picked up and jump on the back of ice? Um, sure. Okay. Cletus wants to. He wants to drop. Does he know what this um, purple spell is? druid is doing no no you can just see that there's that there's not it's not a light i'm just sh showing this area that is sort of hallowed ground is what they called it uh can he drop a sickening radiance on the area does he know that if if, if he drops a magic area on the purples air if he drops an aoe on the purple area mm. would that affect everyone does he like would he know or would the druid tell him about it no you don't know and the druid's concentrating furiously on this um carved stone that he's got in his hand her hand he's still gonna drop it before he gets before jacuz picks him up he's gonna drop a sickening radiance in the middle of of every of the enemy party just to help our back line oh yeah okay get so through. sickening radiance is on the back line there yep yep so it's it's massive it's okay. 60 feet yeah okay but he's gonna drop it on the back line so it like yeah okay and jackos if you're gonna let i'm gonna wait for cletus to do that you'll just be at the entrance with cletus on the back of the of the horse of the yeah horse. sure okay. sure all right sickening radiance goes and then um, these guys go and converge. Okay. Um, the barbarian chief of the tiger tribe vanishes under a swathe of axes and cold, and <laughs> she gets frozen and then uh, shattered by these giants. Um, the cold light lorkers stay where they are. And the form in the distance, I don't think you can actually even see her anymore. Can you see down there? I can. I can just see her. She, she, she's just on my edge of my vision. Okay, so she's sort of like, looks like she's clutching a handbag and a bit bit hunched over and, and just is looking side on, turns a little bit side on, regarding what's going on, watching you watching you disappear into this crevasse, but otherwise not doing anything. Sharpie. Yeah, a four. Motel. Time to run into the. The cave. Okay. One, two, three. Okay, so you're going to be down there by the time, but with the, with the dash. Once you, yep. get, once you get to the crevasse, while it is ice and it is slippery, um, it's not that smooth, slick ice that's, um, you know, so, so long as you go carefully, it's not difficult to rain or slippery. You can move at your normal speed on it, is what I'm getting at. Cool. Um, Ash? I will fly down into the crevasse. Okay, I'm moving you. Uh, where's Villain? I can't see her. Oh, she's already down there. So is Threads. Uh, Jakus, I think you're the last one. Yeah, I'll, I'll dash down, bringing Gletus with me. Okay. Alright, here we go. I'm just putting you here. 
Good luck. Farewell. He says. Well, we, um, he, he says. Uh, um, men here will concentrate and protect this area from the incursions of evil as long as possible. Um, but we can't. We can't hold them off forever. Make all haste. And with that, you descend. Out of, Good out of, time for a short break. It is, it is. Expanded. <laughs> Let's take five minutes and uh, we'll be back at yeah, sure. 9.50 or so. Yeah, sure. Sounds good.